So what happened last time is, uh, well, we'll just go down the list here. So we had Roger played by Seth. Hi, Seth. Everybody, how's it going? <laughs> and so he uh, woke up um, after going to um, after we went to after he went to Svetlana's room, and he doesn't remember anything else after that. He just woke up with two puncture marks in his neck. Who you probably think like, oh, are there bed bugs on this cruise ship or something? You don't think they're like uh, what we all think is the obvious reason. Uh, the other thing you wake up with is that you have a really strong desire. Uh, to see Svetlana. You just want to be with her. Like you have, it's almost like you feel like you're a high schooler in love. That's how you feel. Um, and then we have, um, and then we have Annabelle. Um, she tosses and turns all night uh, with nightmares. It, it kind of alternates between the, the hallway that she was walking down where she quickly saw um, the Zenobia, which is the, which is the other, like what the ship was before it became, um, before it became the sea star, this luxury cruise liner. So in your in your nightmares, uh, Annabelle, it's just you see that strobing effect constantly, and then you're on like a calm beach, and uh, and you and you're reading a book, um, and it's just a sandy beach, and then your dreams ruined because uh, um, Reggie Pullman is walking down the beach with uh, yeah, walking down the beach with his leather pants and his uh, beads, and he's like hello, and then you just wake up. And you just have you just struggle with that all night, and then when you finally get to fall back asleep, there's this you feel like there's this pounding happening in your dream, and it's there's uh, crew members that are up against the closet door as this uh, they go the crocodile, the crocodile, the croc, and then you wake up, and then that in the morning time it's it's sunshine, and you just feel like you have the worst sleep of your life. Um, and then Esteban uh, left off last time where he wakes up, he wakes up and he's in a, in a red robe, and uh, we'll get to Esteban later. Um, and we'll pick it up with him. And uh, Orville wakes up with a ah, perfectly fine sleep. Uh, hello there. <laughs> and so it's about um, um, actually, if one of you can roll a, um, if you want, actually, uh, you have your new D100, Adam. Can you roll that dice and get, tell me oh, the number? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> came early. He's so excited. Yes. 25 25 so it is uh it, you guys uh you wake up and you're used to maybe some of you waking up different times uh, but now you're on on vacation so to speak um it is already 10 o'clock by the time you wake up and I, I i don't know how your lifestyles normally are but there's a little quick panic of like what time is it but it's already 10 o'clock and so um any one of you want to volunteer to tell me what you're doing right when you get up go for it i am going to be searching for the strongest cup of coffee that this ship can find <laughs> and possibly never sleeping again <laughs> <laughs> okay so in your room you don't have those like single serving cake up things um <laughs> they sharing. yeah they don't have that it uh it seems like they purposely have uh placed a flyer that's down where you normally would put that in a room that says uh um, that says join us for breakfast in the banquet hall and the banquet hall was the same place that you had dinner last night that's evil <laughs> I will trudge to the banquet hall to find coffee because at this point it is a necessity for life. <laughs> okay, and uh, Orville or Roger? I'm going to uh, 
don my my clothing and I'm going to head down and get myself some eggs because I have eggs and toast every morning for breakfast, sir. <laughs> okay, and then uh, Roger, how about you? And do I wake up in my own bed? You do wake up in your own bed. You just don't remember how you got there. Okay, so I'll wake up with a start and be like, Svetlana, Svetlana. And then I'll uh, get up and kind of look around the room and oh, what happened last night? And then I guess I'll get dressed and uh, and head out of my room trying to look for Svetlana. All right, sounds good. And so uh, I'll say, Roger, as you exit out of your room and you get to the deck, you see uh, just at different intervals, um, Annabelle and uh, Orville walk right by you as they're both heading toward the same direction. Okay, I'll uh, follow behind them and try and catch up. All right. I just say that if just for convenience sake, you all three enter the banquet hall at roughly the same time. Um, Orville, you immediately smell the smell of eggs and sausage and ham. And um, it's not, it doesn't smell fresh. It's like that smell of where it's already been cooked, but it's uh, loosely hanging in the air. And as you look, it's all bank, it's all uh, um, buffet style breakfast. And there's uh, two crew members that are um, uh, that are relighting Sterno uh, canned heat below each one. It seems like they've all gone out, and you actually don't see anybody else eating breakfast. Um, it looks like there's crew members that are folding up linen and cleaning up the tables. Well, like we're we're late. <laughs> Pretty much because it's ten o'clock. Okay, uh, I'm gonna approach one of them, one of the stewards. Uh, good sir. Um... Apparently, we seem to have missed our breakfast. Is it possible that we could get the cook to whip us up something? I uh, could use some soft-boiled eggs and a couple pieces of toast, sir. Oh, sir, sir. Uh, yeah, we have the breakfast available right there. It's it's all, um, it's still there. It just may not oh, be as yeah. fresh I, as you I like. I see it. I, I'm just looking for, you know, I, I like my soft-boiled eggs. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not the scrambled eggs that's been sitting here for hours and hours of a time. Oh, oh, you want special eggs. Okay, I'll see what I can, uh, he looks around, he finds a pad, he's like, okay, what's your order? I would like two pieces of wheat toast, butter, and, uh, two soft-boiled eggs, sir. Now, are we taking orders here? I would, I would like to order some steak and eggs as well, if this is happening. Um. I just want coffee. <laughs> uh, sh sure, uh, why don't you have a seat, and he points to one of the round tables. Uh, yeah. And I would take some coffee as well, too, sir. So you, well. you see the two uh, people that are that were just finished cleaning up, and you see the um, you see a look dash between them of like <sighs> like annoyance. And so uh, one of them comes by and gets all of your orders for the sake of like time. Uh, and I'm sure there it seems like you two are older gentlemen, so you're very detailed about what you want. And uh, and they promise that they'll be back shortly with your food. Now, Mister uh, Wittenberger, uh, how was your night last night? Oh, I slept like a baby at the bottom of the ocean. Well, not... So you died? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? Ma'am? <laughs> I slept, I slept the wonderfully. The My bed was soft, uh, you know, and uh, I, I, I normally am an early riser. The sun comes up and, and I'm already going. And, and yet I slept until almost 10 a.m. Well, so did I. And this this may sound like a strange question. Did either one of you see Svetlana this morning? No. Oh. You guys were the you 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 young people are the first people I saw this morning. Hmm. Yes, I've been looking for her. I I I, I went home with her last night, but I uh I, I don't oh. remember. 
Well, yes, I was hoping that we had a dashing good time, but I, I a left... little connubial activity, sir. I, I, I tried, although I left my little blue pills in my cabin, so I wasn't quite sure what happened last night, and uh, hopefully everything went swimmingly, but uh, I, I, I haven't spoken with her yet, and I, I, I do wonder where she is. I, I, my apologies, Miss Rushton. I have, I know you're a woman, and I don't mean to speak so frankly in front of you. I work in customer service. This is not the worst thing that I've heard. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we do we do care about the sensibilities of other people as we talk. Yes. <laughs> She's like, feel free, gentlemen. It is perfectly fine. Did you wake up in your room or her room? I woke up in my room, and I, 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 I well, I've I've got a, some markings. Markings, you say? Well, it. <laughs> well, that does sound like a nice evening. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> I thought maybe she, we got a little frisky last night. Can you guys take a look at this and tell me what you see? There are two holes well, in the side of your neck, sir. Yes. In my professional opinion as a doctor, I mean, of anthropology and all, but it looks like a mosquito bit you twice. That's a big mosquito. It is a bit itchy, perhaps. Maybe we should find you some calamine. <laughs> Yes, then what of our friend, uh, what, oh, what was his name? The man with the- It is the, the tropics. The You've got to expect that there's some mosquitoes around. I haven't seen Esteban since he stayed with the culty people last night. Esteban, yes, uh, the man with the poor shoes. Yes, of course. Uh, yes, I was wondering where he was. You mean that sad fella? Hmm. Something like I, that, yeah. I think he should have met your friend Svetlana. He might have, might have perked him up a little. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if he could have closed the deal. With I don't think he's her type. <laughs> As you guys are bantering, the um, the crewmen drop off your breakfast. Coffee. <laughs> so as um, as you're eating and um, as you're conversing, um, more than once, someone walks into the banquet hall and they look like they're looking around. Um, and a, a crewman eventually will go up to them and and um, and it's within earshot, so it's not like it's being kept a secret. But they say, "Can I help you?" And it's all—it's a similar conversation. Someone saying, "Have you seen so and so?" And then the crewman says, uh, "No, I haven't." And then the person leaves, scratching their head. Um, another woman comes in and says rather loudly, "She's like Stephen, Stephen," looking around. And then the crewman uh, go up and go, you know, try to calm her down. And she's like, "I've looked everywhere. He's not here. He's not on the boat." And they say, "Okay, we'll we'll take you to the we'll take you to the captain." Okay, and they they kind of usher her out. Um, so that's just as you're eating your late breakfast. That's what you notice in the room. And again, keep in mind, this room is wall to wall blanketed with um, uh, draperies that are covering all light. And, and and the ceiling is a kind of like a fake starry night. Uh, did you all see that? Uh, People don't yes, typically just disappear odd. off ships. Well, I'm wondering if Svetlana is missing as well. <laughs> well did you check a, her room? It's a large ship, sir. A one-night stand does not a relationship make, sir. Some women like to sleep in their own bed. Well, I, yes, I, I, I just, I worry for her now, actually. A couple of people are missing. How missing? That, or are I, they hiding from the people that they were sleeping with? It's a large ship. <laughs> it's a large ship, sir. There are, there are people everywhere. And sometimes, like, 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 uh, young Annabelle said there, that, People want uh, some alone time or to be away from people. 
Or they're hiding from the creep who was in the hallway last night. Oh, you have a story to tell, Miss Annabelle? I was accosted by a gigolo after being told there was a crocodile loose on the floors. What? Me? <laughs> a man in leather pants wearing nothing but leather pants and beads started pounding me in the hallway. After Are you sure you a were bunch not of crew members already? told me that there was a crocodile. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I didn't sleep. I'm very tired. He well, was that extremely does sound creepy. like an adventuresome night. Uh, a crocodile, you say, huh? I'm more concerned about the gigolo and the leather pants. <laughs> now, what makes him a, him a gigolo? The fact that he had leather pants? Or did he... Uh, he was creepy awful. and he acted like a rapist. Yes, but he didn't offer his services for money, did he? I hope not. I ran away first. <laughs> I see. That is the definition of a gigolo. I don't know. He was wearing a lot of Mardi Grubbies. Um, Just at that moment, um, a uh, person walks in the room and they say, 15 minutes, 15 minutes, the event everyone's been waiting for, the ping, the ping pong tournament. All are welcome to join. All are welcome to join. And they're spe- yeah, the person's speaking way too loudly for only having you guys in the room. But then you, you get the feeling that maybe this person's just been making this announcement all morning to every, every part of the ship. And then he walks, out the, he walks out the door. Everyone's excited for a ping pong tournament? I find that extremely uh, skeptical. I mean, I do not uh, mind a nice game of ping pong, but it is not the event I have been waiting for. Mm-mm. Me either. I mean, let's go. Should we go check it out at least and see? Uh... Maybe Roger Svetlana will be there. That's what I'm wondering. Yes, perhaps <laughs> she would uh, be there at the ping pong tournament. I mean, if all if everyone's going to be there, then maybe she is well. a, a ping pong champion. I mean, I did meet a nice lady last night as well. She was very interested in my career, if I re- do recall. How do oh. you guys meet nice people and I get accosted by the creep in leather pants? <laughs> Well, it could have been a very nice gentleman in leather pants. I mean, you just called him a gigolo, but perhaps he just wanted... Well, I I might I suggest that uh, would you uh, spend a little bit more money to get uh, better accommodations (laughs) to a nicer crowd of people? That's classist. It might be, ma'am, but... uh, What does that word mean? is the truth. What what was that word? Classist? Classist. Oh. Oh, that sounds like a dirty word. Uh, let's let's go to the ping pong table. Rich white people. <laughs> okay, so as you walk out the, um, as you finish your breakfast and walk outside on on deck, the ping pong um, tournament. They clearly have signs indicating it. They seem to think this is the event of the afternoon. Is up on the. Um, it's up near where you, uh, Roger and Orville, um, had done the little hot air balloon. It's right up there on the right up on that same uh, that same deck. It's like they, you guys have come to see that this is pretty much their activities deck. Is this uh, it's on this part of the ship, and there's a you know maybe about twenty people that are gathered around. There seems to be one uh, MC so to speak who seems to be uh, just kind of clearly saying what the rules are and such. And uh, they've they've gotten to the point that they're asking for participants. And he's like, come one, come all. Uh, you will be the. This will be the first ping pong tournament of the the Sea Star, and your name uh, will go inside the gift shop for all to see and all future uh, all future um, embarkments of this grand voyage. Roger, you should play ping pong. <laughs> Me? 
Oh no. Doesn't Rocky be good with a paddle? No, no, no. No, no, I, I prefer I prefer more action-packed uh, activities. Uh, ping pong is uh, dreadfully boring, actually. And uh, now that I think about it, it's just being here. I'm feeling more bored uh, as I speak. Uh, 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 Jonathan, do I see Matthew around, our deckhand buddy, at all? Or um, you do see uh, you do see Matthew. Okay. Yeah, he's there, kind of like uh, um, like arms folded, kind of peeking up, trying to get a look at the ping pong table. You do not see Svetlana though. Uh, well, are either one of you going to join this uh, this affair here? I think ping pong is a young man's game. Ping pong's in the Olympics. It's not that big. Like, it doesn't have an age. <laughs> so right now you see uh, what appear to be the contestants are... Um, right now they only have two. It looks like they have an 18-year-old uh, young man. Um, and they have a uh, looks. She looks to be maybe in her late twenties, early to mid to, mid to late twenties, and they're just like uh, they're just like flipping the ping pongs, like um, the, the 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 paddles back and forth, and like making like acting like they're you know all animated trying to play ping pong. Um, the crowd around you, you got you have a, a mix of people that are genuinely excited that this is the first like uh, like an event that's not happening, and then you have a, a mix of people that um, that are like moving between the crowd, asking if they've seen so-and-so. So there's a sense of worry, but there's also a sense of excitement that it's almost as if this event is, like, distracting some people from, um, you know, from what's currently going on on the ship. Why are there so many people who just seem to... No, let's, let's ask our friend Matthew over there. Matthew, Matthew, please come over here, young man. Oh, he... oh, I remember you. How, how was your first night? Terrifying. Distressing. Yes. Terrifying. <laughs> Distressing. Oh, that's I that's was not... absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with the two of them, but uh there seems to be uh, a difference of opinions. He got laid and walked out on and I got accosted. <laughs> that that that's uh um I, I will I will take that up with management. Um <laughs> though though I've never seen the management, so that might be hard to do. Matthew, have you heard anything about these missing people on the, on the ship? I'm, uh, I'm afraid my friend Svetlana might be missing as well. Um, it, he just kind of looks around. He's like, um, can we just scoot over this away from the, the crowd? Well, I don't see why not. And he literally just takes like, he literally just takes like five steps, you know. He's like, um, yes, it, it's been disconcerting. I've heard that there's people missing. Um, I'm not sure if they partied too hard their first night and just didn't know how to handle their alcohol. Maybe they're still asleep in their rooms, but um, you know, you know, some just didn't come home. There's couples that have been staying together and they didn't come home. I'm not sure what to make of it, honestly. Um, I'll take it up with management, though. Um, you just I, said that you've I, never seen management. I have not seen management. And he looks well, kind of confused. Who are you going to take this up with, young man? Um, maybe the captain. Oh, we met such... the captain yesterday. He does not seem uh... sober. The, then I will take it up with the night captain. There is another captain at night. Oh, I see. I see. Also, I would like to file a complaint that your crew member said that there is a crocodile on loose on this boat. Oh, um, um, that is, I've funny. been told, has been taken care of, though I'll be honest, I don't think it has been. Well, Matthew, why would there be a 
why, why would there be a crocodile on the boat in the first place? Um, I'm not certain of that. Um, but we do have we do have a ping pong tournament. There's prizes. Matthew, is there anything that you are certain of? Um, that's a, can I get back to you on, on that, Mr. Rittenberger? <laughs> sure. Rittenberger? <laughs> Whatever my name is, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, cutting over to Esteban, who, um, that's where we left off last time. You wake up in a room that appears to be wall-to-wall -wall bunk beds. You're on the top bunk, you're in a red robe. Uh, as you look around you, there are other um, people that are in red robes that are kind of sitting up on their elbows and looking around, looking a little bit confused. And you hear uh, the rattling noise that hypnotized you before as uh, a voice says, it's time. And uh, right when that voice says, it's time, your 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 legs and feet, almost um, almost without you, you even uh, thinking about it, start moving over the bed and start going down the ladder um, to get down to the to the bottom. And you are joined by, um, there must be about, probably about 20 to 30 of you, um, let's say about 20 of you, that are uh, lining up and you're walking uh, toward the northern end of this room. And uh, there's a light at the end of this uh, room. It appears to be growing brighter as you walk through it. And uh, as you walk uh, uh, through the doorway, there is a, um, an auditorium. It's a stadium-style seating. It appears that you're about 20, uh, 20 to 25 feet above. And as you look down at the center of the auditorium is a stage, and there's four platforms. Um, they are they are sinking now. It looks like they're just as tall as uh, at your eye level at 30 feet above or 20 to 30 mm -hmm. feet above, and now they're sinking down to the floor. And standing on each platform are um, four individuals that are also wearing robes, but their robes are gold and has red trim everywhere. And and when they get to the bottom, they um, when those platforms get to the bottom, mm -hmm. you can see there's a there's a lighting rig. It was like a whole sound stage to, that's all set to go. And one of them seems to be wearing like a you know like a microphone, one of those like um, you know the ones you go to yeah. seminars. And so he's he, he and he's just like welcome worshippers, welcome to the beginning of eternal life. Uh, gather around, gather around, take your seats. And so they, uh, you see your, your other passengers uh, sitting in the stadium seating. And as you look down um, onto uh, what's surrounding their platform is um, there's a, some type of figure that is all in linen. The body is totally gold, but it has all these different joints that are coming together. It looks like, the, it looks like a human of some sort, but all of her legs and arms um, and any other part of her body is waist. It seems to be like almost like you're piecing together and there are um, cultists that are running around piecing her together and the and the on the intercom um the the, the you know the, one of the one of the um, leaders that are on the platforms are saying it is almost time it is almost time for the great Marisanum to be resurrected and uh, uh with that what are your what are your thoughts Esteban, as you're seeing this um am I feeling anything like is it Seems like I have I am being forcefully cheery or no. You feel excited. You feel uh, like uh, you feel that the like whatever's coming out of the microphone of that of that leader, you feel mm -hmm. like, yes, it is time to worship. It is time to witness Mirasanos. Mm -hmm. So um am I wearing just the robe? Uh, does it look like I was cleaned or washed or was I just kind of like just swapped clothes with? So you're looking at like see if you have your clothes on or something? 
Yeah, yeah, like under the robe and stuff like that. Yeah, you're fully clothed under the robe. It looks like they just put a robe on you and put you in a bed. Ah, damn. No free shower. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to be you like... <laughs> I have to have my priorities straight. I look like a bum when we first started this, okay? If I don't... <laughs> well, according to this, now you just look like a bum in a robe. So the robe is an upgrade. <laughs> Isn't that just a monk? <laughs> no. No. no, I know. Um, uh, so I am feeling super excited. So I'm just gonna like continue watching what's happening. Okay. Um, yeah. So just be just be like another member of the crowd. Gotcha. So the person uh, who is speaking, um, you he he look he looks strangely recognizable as as if you've met him before, mm-hmm. and uh, and you realize that oh he's one of the he's one of the characters that was speaking at the uh, coffee and donuts the night before in the lounge, oh. in the library, and uh, as uh, as everyone's getting seated, he says uh, we have been so excited for this moment since our uh, leadership retreat uh, down there uh, uh, down there in South America. Um, and uh, when we moved that leadership retreat last minute, when it got rescheduled down to over in Egypt, uh, we were very excited to take that 16-hour flight, no questions asked. And uh, and he starts just, like droning on, uh, uh, and he goes into this story where he basically says that um, you know the leadership retreat got changed to Egypt, mm-hmm. and uh, they um, they smuggled out of uh, some cave that they found themselves in Egypt uh, that was near the, the near the leadership retreat seminar. Um, they smuggled out uh, all of these casings that had this uh, the pieces of this figure that they're putting together, and um, they didn't quite know how to put it together. They tried to go off of the off of the uh, wall paintings that they saw in the tomb, and uh, and and so uh, what they what what he basically gathers is that uh, he tells you that you know we are here to worship um, Marisamun. She is the in, she is the singer in the interior temple of Ammon, and uh, we are all here to worship her. And through um, the sacrifices that we will make, we will each uh, achieve eternal life and power from Marisama. And so, uh, and with that, he says, Marisama, rise. And so the figure starts piecing itself together, and it's uh, horrifyingly, it stands up a full 20 feet tall. And uh, its body, again, is painted entirely gold, and it has, uh, it has uh, it's dressed in linen, and uh Throughout the whole room, you could it just it smells of uh, as she rises. It smells of cedar and beeswax all throughout the room. Okay. And um, in that moment, um, Esteban, you are horrified, and then you but you have a strange mix of horror and ecstatic joy at the same time. All right. Um. Uh, let me let me roll a dice real quick for myself. I want to okay. see how I want to take this. All right, I am going to rise up on my street, uh, on my seat, and uh, I'm just going to, like, give a standing ovation. Just super enthralled by this whole thing. Super excited, horrified, probably being my pants as we speak. But um, <laughs> just going to be 100 completely, like, on board. I, got, I feel that I need to do something. Like, for once in my life, I finally feel happy again. So I got to go share this. I'm going to go and try to find more people to bring back. And be like, yo, come on, man. This is this is what you gotta do. This changes your life. <laughs> so I like, uh, if I don't, I might die. And you're communicating all of that in that enthusiastic standing applause. And yeah, I'm like standing applause, and I look towards like 
the exits, uh, the exit way, and just like it all comes together. I gotta go grab more people. <laughs> awesome. So with you, uh, you see uh, people around you that are they look um, they look like almost drugged, but as they see you like looking at you, uh, they look at this like um, your strange noises that you just erupted into. Yeah. And then they start like they start kind of building up the clap too. They don't stand, you know. And then, uh, and then the, um, the the man on the platform who you recognize is Devin Swan. He talked to you okay. last night. Um, there's uh, there's three there's four people on the on the, on the platform. There's two women and two men. And then uh, you recognize the woman. She was the one that was in the presentation last night. that kept name dropping mm-hmm. things that no one understood. Uh-huh. Uh, and and so so uh, Mr. Swan says uh, an enthusiastic worshiper. I love it. I love it. Can we get an applause for that man right there? I love it. He starts applauding in the room uh, uh, very mechanically and obediently starts applauding for you. Yeah. And then, um, and then Marisalem, um, she appears to be wobbling and her, and her, and, she, and her blinking is, uh, I mean, her face almost looks like it's made of plaster and uh, she's, her eyes are blinking and there's like crust falling off of it. And then uh, Devin Swan says, uh, worshipers, and maybe this fine gentleman right here will, uh, can take on this job. Before we have the grand sacrifice tonight, uh, before we release Marisomnum into this world, and uh, as she takes us into the afterlife, um, there are a few things we need. One, we need more worshipers. Two, we need her crocodile back. I don't understand, <laughs> but yeah! <laughs> And and three. No longer will the Florida men hold the crocodiles. And three. We need to Jennifer Beck. That's her scribe. Uh, he ran off. Uh, he was in the tomb with her. He resurrected, and we don't know where he went. Um, so those three things. We just have a few hours. Go get them. Um, and uh, Mister, uh, if you want to see me, uh, I, I I can assign you one of these jobs. You you seem like just the man that needs it. Why don't you come down here, Mister? Why don't you come down here? And as you do that, everybody starts applauding for you. It's gonna be like one of those typical scenes that you see in like uh, America's Got Talent, like a magician show, where the guy's like, "Oh me? Yeah." Yeah, or just think of like yeah, just just run straight. Like, like, I'm super yeah, happy. It, it's super happy, and as I am running, yeah, star. yeah, exactly. It's a mix of uh, it's a mix of prices right and uh, someone getting called up at a Tony Robbins uh, <laughs> seminar. <laughs> All right, and as I'm running down, I am just shouting at the top of my lungs. The rear part of a ship is called the stern, and I is called the uh, yeah stern, and I will sternly take on this objective. <laughs> nice. Um, so um, as you get so, Mr. Devin Swan sees you, and he's like, um, um, he's like, right this way, sir. What's your name? And he's now he's quiet, and he, he pulls away the microphone. So it actually goes, what's your name? Uh, first or last? Um. First, Estefan, your greatness, holiness. Uh, I'm a fellow worshiper like you. Right this way. <laughs> so he takes um, you. In, he takes you into a side room. Um, yeah. The room is. Uh, it looks like it's a. Um, it looks like it's a cabin on the ship. Um, very nicely uh, decorated, and uh, in the room there's only um, a, a few chairs, and there's a center table um, that has an exact model of the ship sitting on it. And uh, and so Mr. Swan directs you over, and he's like, "Okay, which one of those jobs would you like?" Which ones do you mean? Well, gather the worshippers. Gather the worshippers. I think we can all do together. We have many enthusiastic congregants, but we really need to find to Jennifer or the crocodile. 
Now, I was told the crocodile was here, and he points on the stairwell, and there's a closet um, or a hallway that connects one part of the ship to the other part of the ship. Mm -hmm. um, you see, I can actually open the doors and close them right from here. And he actually, on the model ship, he does it, and he says, it's actually happening. But um, I can point you in the right direction, and I can open up the door. Or if you want to find to Jennifer. So Jennifer is going to be dressed in all white linen, just like Marisalan. He's probably going to be scared. Probably doesn't know what happened to him. Okay. Sir, if you will allow me, please let me find the crocodile. I am great with animals. Excellent. Um, well, we're going to have to time this appropriately then. You see, I believe the crocodile is still here. We had some crew members that we heard stopped him last, stopped it last night. Um, how fast do you think you can get from here? And he points where you're at, which you're actually on uh, a deck 13, which is uh, mm -hmm. on the ship. It looks like it's below 12. And even still on deck 12, the model that you saw in the gift shop of the mm -hmm. ship is still curtained off <laughs> for all of deck 12. Oh. And then, um, and he says, uh, you're here, but if you go to the stairwell and go up, um, it, how far do you think you can get any points from point A to point B? He goes, how far do you... Because when okay. you get there, I'll time on my watch and I'll open the door and then you can get the crocodile. Okay, so uh, how far is like the distance in like feet or like, um, it, kilometers? <laughs> it's probably, uh, um, well, again, it's a model ship. So yeah. uh, it's you probably oh, would think it, it might take you 20 minutes yeah. as you navigate the ship and make sure you don't get lost. Maybe 20 okay. minutes. So that's like my best guess is like just kind of like walking around the ship because I did walk around the entire ring of the ship when uh during one of the conversations before we went to the seminar yeah all right so i'm gonna let him know about 20 minutes excellent i will open this door in 20 minutes all right now so as you look at the as you look at the ship the ship is not attached to any mechanical um wires or anything like that mm -hmm. this isn't it's uh, the way the ship appears it just looks like a wooden model of the ship would it look like the same one i saw in like that weird gift shop arcade area? that one looks more like a model that someone had created almost like not artistically but um something you would display this looks yeah. like a uh piece together almost like if you bought it out of a kit and you're trying to put it together that's what oh. this looks like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Except uh, Devin Swan claims that when he opens the door, it actually will open the real door. Okay. Um, should I go now? You tell me when, and I will start my clock. All right. Give me a second. I got to limber up a little bit. Ugh. I'm going to take do that for like two minutes. Okay. Up. <laughs> I gotta, if, if I'm going to run, I got to... I got. I got to limber up. Okay, we have to make sure uh, we are time. We have to make sure we are timed correctly. So I'm going to give you this stopwatch, and when you start it, I will start my stopwatch, and then okay. when you say go, I'll start. All right. Three, two, one. Put the stopwatch. Go. All right, and then so you are off, and we will cut back up to the yep. uh, those of you that are up aboard, up on top. So I imagine you're kind of walking away from the ping-pong tournament. There's a uh, um, very forced excitement noises that are happening behind you as you walk down the deck. And what's you, um, what are you guys planning on doing, the three of you? Well, it is uh, too early for drinking. So, uh, Mr. Langston, how are you at cards? Do you, do you like a good card game? 
Nor normally I'd say yes, but uh, I, I, I'm very worried about Svetlana. I, I think I might go search the cabin for her and see if I can find her around the ship somewhere. Do you even remember where her room was? No. No. No, uh, you're not. How are you going to find her then, sir? Well, I'm hoping that as I walk around on deck, perhaps she will see her face. I will ask, uh, ask around about her. I, I'm also a bit curious about these other missing passengers. I'm afraid something may have happened to her and all these other missing people. Maybe they all went to that donut thing last night. That's... Shrugged or something. I wondered about that, too. If the, Yes. Uh, it was a very strange presentation. I thought it was timeshare, but uh, not, not any kind of timeshare presentation I've ever been to, that's for sure. I still think they're a cult. No, religions come in all shapes and sizes. A cult to one man is a religion to another. I'm aware. I've read about Christianity and Judaism and all of the other religions. No, As an archaeologist, like... we, we learn to, uh, to accept the beliefs and understand the reasons behind the beliefs that they have. Wait, question. Is he an anthropologist or an archaeologist? Archaeologist. Okay, for some reason I thought he was an anthropologist. You may have said that earlier I'm in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was just confused because I could have sworn he's an anthropologist Now, now, would you all like to come with me to search for Svetlana and the, and the missing persons? Well, I, I suppose. a good mystery. Maybe we'll yes. find something exciting along the way or more coffee. Oh, or, you can, or you can go play ping pong if you prefer. Yes, no, I, I do not need a uh, ping pong in my life. Perhaps we could find a uh, manifest and tells everyone where the uh, people are staying. Somebody has to have a list of the cabin and where people are. We could always check the infirmary. Maybe they just got food poisoning. Or perhaps we talk to the crew and find out if uh, they know anything about these missing persons. Uh, Matthew said he did never met the crew before, or the, or his, or his, the management, I guess. That is uh, that is true. This is the most ill-managed boat I think I've ever seen in my life. I agree, yes. This is <laughs> very I curious. have been to uh, places that were more well-managed, yes. We should have well, done the Disney cruise. <laughs> should we go to the captain's uh, quarters and see if we can speak with him, or perhaps the first mate? Do you think he'll be awake and sober? Uh, probably not, but we can go wake him up and ask him. Uh, you lead the way, Roger. <laughs> yes. All right. I wonder well, where Esteban is. <laughs> well, we can ask about him too on the way. Maybe we keep an eye out for him. We got a few missing people. Exactly. I, I think we should be worried. Yeah, because I don't think Esteban had a passionate love affair over the evening and didn't come back from somebody's room. <laughs> Esteban may, uh, you know, find himself alone in his room and be okay with that. <laughs> From what I learned of the young fellow. <laughs> Let's All just right. go. <laughs> Let's go to the captain's quarters. So you're trying to find the captain's personal quarters? Or like I mean, I wherever we Wouldn't met them before. Be okay. Well the, we already met the cap we already met the captain once too, right? Before yeah. first yeah. He is well known to be um never on never on the helm, but in the bar. The bar. Okay. That's where you saw him last time. So we go to the bar? I mean, he he strikes me as an alcoholic. That's probably the best where we'll find him. All right, so to the bar. The bar we go. 
All right. Like far too early hour for alcohol. Yeah. So the, when you get to the bar, there is uh, the bartender who is behind the bar uh, cleaning some glasses, and there is a man with a captain's hat that's laying next to him, with his head firmly down on the firmly down on the bar. <laughs> is it, do we recognize him as captain? You do. You recognize him. Captain Flo Vilgrip. Bill is Grip. he already drunk himself into a stupor? Certainly looks that way. Uh, should we go wake him? Barkeep, how long has he been here like this? Oh, he never went home. Is he still alive or has he died of alcohol poisoning? Uh, no, he woke up a couple hours ago and asked for a drink. He's still alive. Oh, Lord. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm going to go up and tap him hard on the shoulder and be like, Captain Grip, Captain Grip. Um, Bartender, he, please brew some coffee. He raises he raises his eyes up and he looks at you with these bloodshot eyes. He's like, "It was the biggest load we caught all summer." Well, there are no cod here, um, but you do need some coffee because it's time to sober up. There are people missing on your boat. All right, go see the night captain. It's now daytime, sir. That. I believe you are on duty now. <laughs> Um, go talk to M Matthew. We've already talked to him, and he is a fountain of no knowledge. Um, I don't know why you want to bother me. You're the we captain of the ship, man. Water, I vote we dunk his head in it. <laughs> I am the captain of the Zenobia. Well, is is this not the same ship? This is not the ship I know. Another drink. Mm. Bartender, do not give this man another drink. His liver will thank you. Um, so the bartender uh, kind of goes up to Yorville and he says, uh, you know, he kind of just came with the ship. We've been working around him as we launched. Um, he doesn't really pilot. He doesn't really captain the ship. Well, then who does, sir? Uh, well, the, the engineering room, they seem to be doing just fine. Um, and you remember last time they have sticky notes on things not to touch and what to touch. And uh, yeah. he says, I mean, it uh, It seems like whoever's running it at night is, uh, I mean, I'm not sure where we're headed, but the ship hasn't sunk yet. Wait, is this, is this the night you captain? don't know where we're headed? Uh, uh, no, the night captain is, uh, it, it's a she. Um, I haven't met her either. Um, I'm sure, um, I'm sure if you go up to the bridge at night, she, she may be there. What's her name? Sure that when we bought our tickets for this cruise, there was a set destination. Oh, uh, let me pull out the sheet. Hold on. He goes back. He's like, Captain, um, it just says A, that's her first name, I'm assuming, abbreviated uh, Verdelic. Verdelac. 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 Uh, yes, we've heard that name before. Yes. Um... No one on the ship knows anything. We should find out our destination, yes. Uh... And when were you hired, sir? Oh, about six days ago. Just like uh, the rest of the crew. Yeah, I was working at a Red Robin. Uh, they said, you know, you want to do this same thing I'm doing here on a cruise ship. And I said, hey, why not? I, I see there, sir. I see, I see. Has anyone on this crew received any safety training or nautical knowledge or anything? No, that was actually one of the perks. No training, no safety, all that stuff. Oh, for the Just love of God. This is really good pay, and you get to go on a maiden voyage, and uh sounded fun to me. So, friends, friends, I'm very, I'm very worried about Svetlana at this point. Uh, might, might she be 
The safety on this ship is obviously subpar, yes? Oh, I'm worried about us. Svetlana, oh, she's, uh, she's deck, uh, oh. I think deck, uh, the cabin floors? Deck, let me see my map here. What? Yeah, what? Yeah, oh, yeah, right above, uh, right above Down deck boy. 12. I think she's deck 11. He's, like, struggling, but he tried to point you in the right direction. I, I'm gonna, like, I, I'm gonna, like, try to, like, accost the book for him, like, take a look at it, like, what he's looking at. <laughs> hey, hey, go ahead and make a, uh, a dex roll. Uh, what, so, is that a D? Is that a D six? Just do a D twenty, but add your your modifier for. I'll roll for him too. Oh, where is my modifier? Uh, eighteen. Um, he uh, yeah. So you get he rolled it. Yeah, I'm gonna give tie to you. So he rolled an eighteen as well. Um, so you just see Russell's. Like, hey, what's going? And you 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 grab it from him. And what do I see? Is it uh, do I see like where she's? So at a quick glance, because he he does eventually like, grab it back, but you quickly see that um that on the map. Um, you see that b- b- uh, like below the deck is the banquet hall and the first class cabins. Um, below that, the next one is the second class cabins, which is where you stayed. Um, and it looks like that the crew bunks and the kitchens are on the same deck as your as your second class cabins. And then you see that the 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 deck below that is pretty much been grayed out, but on the on the um, uh, the the front of the ship is the stern bow. <laughs> you guys made your stern. Yes. Stern, no, stern is the front. I think I think Stern is the rear. Okay, so the, so on, on the bow side it says Grand Ballroom, um, and it seems like that's where you've been invited to tonight. And then uh, somewhere it um, somewhere in the middle of that grayed out section it just says uh, it says cabins, and that seems to be the point where he was pointing. Okay, which so, is it's the floor below the second class cabins, and then after that he. Uh, he grabs it back from you. Uh, there are two stairwells. Uh, there's one that's more that's uh, toward the back of the ship, and one toward the front of the ship, and they run all the way down to the from the from the deck all the way down below. Okay. Now, you, no, sir, you said something about Svetlana as he takes it back. I'm like, you said something about Svetlana. You know where she's staying? Uh, yeah. So he said, yeah, she's staying I, I, near the the ballroom, the grand ballroom. I was only in there once. We had to set up the lighting. Yes, 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 and I'm gonna, I'm gonna like step out unless these guys stop me. Roger, <laughs> Roger, wait hey, for us. On your own. Yes, the ballroom. That's where we were invited for tonight. Yes. Well, you yes, yes, but if Svetlana's missing and she's hurt, I need to find her. But before we don't then. know that hurt. she's missing or she's hurt. Well, all these other people are missing on the ship. I don't understand why. Perhaps she's, perhaps she's in danger. Okay, just because she didn't spend the night with you. Doesn't mean that's not true. <laughs> Sorry, you woke up alone with uh, memory. I believe uh, you are um, experiencing some uh, excess passion, which I am surprised to see in a man of your age and stature. Who's not no, from the south? I'm quite intrigued by this woman. She's she's uh, yes, she's bewitched me through and through. Like I, I must say. Perhaps you might think that, you know, she's just blowing off some steam on a cruise, much as you were. Well, she could be in the spa. She could still be in bed. Are, are you all trying to depress me? No. Are you, is that uh, what you're trying, trying to, to calm do? You down. Oh, hold me off of my pedestal. Is that what you're trying? Are you jealous? Are you jealous of me and my newfound love? She just would grab a glass of ice water and chuck it in his face. <laughs> you need to calm the hell down. Oh, oh. You're being ridiculous. Yes, yes. 
Do I do I feel anything after she throws that water in my face? Like any sort of like. <laughs> Go ahead and make a, a charisma uh, a charisma roll. So roll a d20 to add your modifier. Seventeen. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, I mean, it. it you have a moment, a, a very brief moment of uh, where you are not thinking about Svet, um, um, Svetlana. Um, in that moment, um, pick a pick any memory that you have in Roger's head that is like a normal life memory, something that's like peaceful, something that's, uh, uh, you know, we all have moments in life that's like, this is in a normal day, this is the thing I like to do. And that's what you think about for about five seconds before Svetlana rushes back in. So it does give you a moment pause <laughs> before that happens. Okay. I think he just kind of remains silent. He might have that moment to himself and like think about that moment and then just kind of like let it go and kind of falls back into the Svetlana fever, but he won't say anything. I think that's fair. I think it does, it might quiet you down off of the hysteria that you feel. So. Okay. To calm your nerves, we can take a crew, uh, uh, we can take a a gander down to the, the grand ballroom and look around. But yes. if her room is closed, what are you going to do, sir? She's, you're going to knock on every room on the floor? Well, I will find her. I, I assume that they, they know their neighbors, right? Uh, uh, I don't in... know mine. I didn't meet any of mine. Most I thought you said you met the, that young man with the with the beads. The chicken oh, yes. I don't even think he was my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wants to be your neighbor. I don't want him to be my neighbor. I... Well, that's very on Mr. Rogers' line. Well, uh, Do I look like an old white man in a cardigan? <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. This is a vest and a suit coat. I was talking about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> now, please, uh, please. Uh, okay. Uh, where where should we go at this point? Uh, this, is, this captain is, is clearly incompetent, drunk. Okay, uh, well, why don't we check the areas where she may be enjoying her day? Like... The spa, the salon, the store. She seemed like somebody who would like to shop. And then once we go through those areas, we will move on to the next location. Yes, I believe she has a darker spirit than that, actually. I, I don't know that she likes shopping. Did you see <sighs> her shoes? I don't believe I've ever met a woman who said, that desperate fellow over there, that's the one for me. You gotta play it a little cooler, Roger. <laughs> well, and besides, uh, a woman who doesn't like to shop would not be wearing $600 Gucci shoes. Ah. So you do have a, you do have a, Roger, do have a general sense of possibly where um, uh, the rooms might be. So that's, okay. you do have that. Well, I think I remember uh, where she took me last night. I have a, a vague memory of it anyway. Should, uh, should, are you guys coming with me? I think we should just to keep him out of trouble. Norville, Mr. Uh, Wittenberger, yes? Yes, yes, I, I agree. Uh, uh, we will uh, we will join you on your little misadventure. Okay, so uh, you uh, you would head toward the um, you know to the to the to the what would we say the bow <laughs> stern is the front. <laughs> Bow is the front. Yeah. Bow is the front. Stern is the rear. All right. I very clearly don't know my nautical terms, We're which is all right. The stairs that go to the grand ballroom. <laughs> this is why yes. reading Moby Dick is so incredibly hard for me. Every time I try to start that book. <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> I just need to get past the obsession with white whale. So you, uh, yeah. So you head toward the front of the ship, and you—that's um, where the opening is to to take the the um, stairs that really connect the rest of the decks. If you want to go down that, that's the general. That's the general way you would go. 
Um, as you uh, as you go down to the first set of stairs, you recognize real quickly that this is a second class cabins. Um, Orville and Roger, you're like, okay, I know this floor. I've been here. If I walk down far enough, I'll hit my room. Um, as you get to the as you get to the next uh, um, set of stairs, the doors um, it appears where there should be doors. There is no door, so you're like, okay, do we got to go down another flight of stairs? Um, and then as you go down to that one, that's where you see that there is a. Um, it looks like a crewman that is uh, is is like sitting on the ground with his uh, head on his like he's sitting on his butt, but he has his knees up to him, and he appears to be sleeping. And uh, you also hear some you also hear footsteps that are running up. Seem like they're running up the stairs from below that. And uh, that's what you see in this hallway. And this 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 crewman is sitting with his back against the door. Does the door open in or out? It looks like he's sitting against it, and it opens against him, so it opens okay, out. Okay, so like we couldn't open it, and he would fall into the room. No, no. No, it, it, his body's keeping it from opening. And it's just a single door? Yeah. Okay. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, what, what, what? Uh, excuse me. C- c- crocodile. I told you! Crocodile? <laughs> So, was telling us about some crocodiles last night. So what? Annabelle, you feel all turned around. You don't know. Are you on your your part of the ship? Is this the other side of the door from where the you were at? Is this where I was? Like, you where is my cabin in this boat? Yeah. So the, your cabin in the boat is it's going to be another floor down. But when you were walking down, you walked down so many floors, you kind of like, where's my cabin? You know, where, where do I get to the, yeah. the third the third class? Because it's deep down in the ship. So you're not sure. Is this the same door you saw last time, or is or this did the crocodile move? Or is this the other side of the door, wherever they had them trapped? Is this the opposite side? <laughs> so you're not sure of that. Um, while you're doing this, the running is the up the stairs that you hear down below is getting louder. And it's at that moment that you see Esteban, who we haven't seen from before, <laughs> who has now approached it, uh, and he's staring at a stopwatch. <laughs> so. uh, what is he uh, wearing? Esteban? Are, are you all right? You, you, uh, your, your attire has, uh, taken on a <laughs> demeanor that is, uh, very unusual, sir. And Esteban, in your stopwatch, uh, you're all sweaty, you're out of breath, and it says 17 minutes and 30 seconds. Does he have oh on the same God. shoes? Does he does have on the same shoes? Yeah. He, does, he does have on the same shoes. Um, how was the rest of that presentation last night, young sir? 17, uh, I'm just gonna be, like, counting the seconds on the stopwatch. I'm not really paying attention. Um, this entire time, I'm still, like, smiling. I am exhausted, but, like, cheekbones are up. And, and we haven't seen you smile before, right? Yeah, no. no. Like, you just see me being all downtrodden. So you see me just, like, holding a stopwatch in front of me, going, like... <laughs> and not, like, that crazy kind of a laugh, but kind of, like, just chuckling, like, I did it. Like, super, like, kind of I think proud. Drug, yeah. Uh... Esteban, have you been to see the uh, the onboard infirmary? Uh, I'm gonna look up and uh, look towards you guys. Like, oh, hey guys, how are you guys doing? Uh, uh, we're, why are you we're fine? How are you? A robe. <laughs> oh, the robe. Oh, that seminar, guys. That seminar, I swear to God, changed my life. I see the world in a new perspective. You know? Did you join a cult? No, 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 no. You see, like, before, I was, like, in this dark place. And, by the way, did you know that the tall, eyebrow- t- 
tall upright post on the sailboat is called a mast because I felt like I climbed one up and I finally see the sky for how beautiful it is. And I'm going to check the time on the stopwatch. How much time do I have left? Uh, 19 minutes and 15 seconds. All right. So you have so 45 have to, seconds. All right. So I'm going to have to cut this short a little bit. I got to get ready. I'm about to tackle crocodile. Excuse me? Uh, this crewman said crocodile. And now you and Miss Annabelle said she saw a crocodile. I didn't see the crocodile. the crocodile. The crew member told me to run because of the crocodile. Ah, pardon, pardon. I suppose this one hasn't seen a crocodile either. Esteban, what is going on here? Uh, it's not a metaphor. I am literally about to tackle a crocodile. And how much time is left? <laughs> about 15, about ten, five seconds now. Uh, I'm going to count crocodile. down. Five, four, three, uh, my word. What two, what? At that moment, the door, because uh, the dude, the dude on the ground has not stood up yet. Yeah. And the door against him flings him this way against the wall. So you got to think of someone sitting like this, and then just yeah. flings him like, oh, like that. And yeah. the door is wide open, and the and it's totally dark in the room. Uh, it's just darkness in the room that opens up. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing has popped out. It's totally dark in the room. So what do you do, Esteban? Svetlana. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I know that I would pull out my cell phone and turn on the flashlight. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Roger. I'm going to hear that for the rest of my life. Every time it's over. <laughs> Roger with no flashlights. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Esteban, what what are you doing? That door's open. The dude, the guy on the ground is like, oh, groaning. I think you heard it. Right. Actually, let me roll, uh, let me roll something real fast for that. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So he, oh boy, he uh, he is not looking good at all. The guy. The guy. He's like he's uh, groaning, but uh, yeah, he's he. They took a door to his back and it just crushed him against the opposite wall. Ooh. All right. Um, I have a Belton, correct? Um, oh, no. Your robe is just a straight robe. There's no, it doesn't have like a, yeah. a sash or anything. Oh, no. I do have an unbuckled belt that hangs from like my old attire. So I'm going <laughs> to like grab my belt. Um, like, I'm going to like pull up the robes, grab my belt, and then like, uh, like, uh, take off one of my shoes and I'm just gonna like chuck the shoe in there like uh, where I can still see it in the light so like trying to draw out the crocodile if it's in there okay so you, uh, your shoe seems to hit either something like a crate or a barrel of some sort mm-hmm. I still say that Annabelle's just gonna turn on her flashlight and just be like okay this is ridiculous okay <laughs> so when you turn on your flashlight it um you can't see the back wall. Um, it looks like it goes on for several feet, but uh, it looks like you were looking at storage. I don't see a crocodile. Uh, there's a there's two open open crates that are uh, to your right and to your left, um, and then there seems to be a third open crate that's up above, and the, all the rest of the crates that you can see in the general vicinity of your flashlight have uh, lids that are like half on, like half on, kind of cocked. You see that there's uh, very clearly uh, fireworks in the one crate, 
and then um and then annabelle you see then the other one there's all these uh, it looks like there's a bunch of dusty wine bottles okay i think that there was never a crocodile i think some crew members were just looking to have some fun with some vintage wine and some fireworks well, so these are two open crates, and there's several more crates uh, beyond. Uh, these are just the ones that are open next to you. Yeah. All right. Um, are they able to be climbed on? Uh, so they are laying uh, either uh, um, on the floor or they're stacked up in, like, two or three. And the crates okay. are, like, the size of a medium, like, U-Haul box. Well, so with your light, you t you've only seen, like, a... a brief part of the room you don't see the back of the room um you saw two open crates there's more crates that are haphazardly laying around um, um that's is, what you've seen so far is there like another closet nearby that would have like stationary items like mops and brooms and stuff not right here it just looks it looks clearly what you're looking at is, is storage this room must okay. be a storage room all right and you've Can only you seen the first right you've only seen the first maybe six feet of it Ooh. All right, I'm going to take off the robe and kind of like hold it in front of me a bit, kind of like a matador, and I'm going to slowly creep into the room. <laughs> okay. Did you know that crocodiles' eyes glow red when a light shines on them? <laughs> um, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thanks. You, you're just giving me a bunch of uh, GM fodder there, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, oh God. So, uh, S1, did, did you walk in with a light? Because you guys see him walking in there. I'm assuming he's he's. Uh, oh, we know. can't let him go in there by himself. He's gonna get himself. What am I gonna do box. with a with a crocodile? I'm gonna. There's no evidence of a crocodile. But multiple people have talked about a crocodile. This is a little bit more than a personal insanity. And they're also on a cruise ship where the captain is a belligerent drunk. Annabelle, Annabelle, didn't you say that you saw a crocodile last night? No, I said the crew members told me there was a crocodile. <laughs> and if you say you trust the crew members, I would not be you, on this boat. I would have jumped off and swum back to shore. And you somebody guys has stated, told Esteban. How did Esteban yes. become the crocodile hunter? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I was died, tasked with getting this crocodile, okay? Tasked by whom, sir? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just uh, making a call here because uh, Esteban said he's walking in the room, Manador yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say and you guys I, are having this conversation slowly as he's inching into the room, yeah, <laughs> possibly that's, that's following him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like turning my head back and like yell at them. You guys so, said you guys trust the crew members more than me, and then the crew members told her this is a crocodile in here. Of course, there's a crocodile in here. Then. Then why on earth would any person in their right mind go after a crocodile? Because I am hunting the crocodile. So, uh, Steve Irwin. Esteban, your your uh, um, your foot uh, hits an object right when you move around that first um, that first crate. I'm gonna jump back and scream like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, down below, very dimly lit, probably just from the the maybe the the um, maybe Annabelle's flashlight shining off the roof coming down. Yeah. Um, you see two little red eyes, but you see that it looks like this is a um, you, it, uh, it looks like a, a decorative piece almost laying down, and it's uh, um, you see a snout. It's got some ridges that go to little red eyes. Do um, you take a closer look? Um. I'm gonna keep my distance a little bit and then basically 
like pointed out to them too. I'm still holding like uh my belt in one of my hands while I'm also holding like the rope in front of me, kind of like a matador. Mm-hmm. So like one on my right hand, I'm gonna say it's like the belt, uh, just kind of loose and everything. I'm gonna like move out of the way. It's like, see, look right there, right there. There's the crocodile. Don't you see it? Annabelle uh, would be like, turns up the flashlight on the iPhone. Just thank God for features. <laughs> <laughs> but does not go any further in the door, just in case there is actually. So uh, you see, right when you turn up that flashlight, you might it might have that little startle that Esteban have ah because you see the two little red eyes. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! But um, after that, you uh, you light up the body of a. Um, it, it's probably about. It, it looks like a full size crocodile, but it is clearly made of a um, sort of like a plaster of Paris, um, um, plaster of Paris uh, construction, basically. Everybody on this ship has been losing their damn mind. Over a model of a crocodile? But there's a crocodile. A model? It's not a real crocodile. I'm going to throw the robe over the crocodile, like, head. And then I'm going to, like, sneak to the side of it and try to see if I can straddle it. Okay. Are you trying to pick it up or are you just trying to straddle um, it? I'm straddling it so then I can get my belt to wrap around the snout. Because <laughs> crocodiles have good bite strength. But they don't have good uh, unclenching strength. Okay. Like even a crab can hold them. Gotcha. Okay. So you do that, and then you you're putting the belt around his snout. Yep. All right. It does not. It does not move as you touch the touch it. It is. Uh, it feels clearly made of a plaster of Paris. I, I'm going to uh, try to pick it up. Make a strength roll, and add your modifier okay. to it. Yeah, um, a, a d20. A d20. Did we ever discuss if it was going to be like a plus one or plus two? It's it's work? up to uh, so a plus one if you're just moderately uh, if you feel like your character is uh, a little bit stronger than most in a plus two. Um, I'll say a plus one because he has been kind yeah, of I, I, I think you were yeah. probably a plus one. I'm a minus two. Uh, yeah. So with the, with the <laughs> plus one, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so you you struggle. You feel like you can pick it up, um, but you can only walk maybe uh, a foot before you're like, oh, this is heavy. This takes oh, yeah. two people. This takes two people. Oh, I'm gonna turn to the others. Like, you guys help me take this back. <laughs> I'm gonna look on the wall and see if there's a light switch that I could turn on in the room. Okay, there is a switch. Can I turn it on? And the whole lights come on in the room. And okay. you are you are uh, seeing a storage. There's lots of crates, lots of loose items laying everywhere. Why oh. in the world would we be scared of a plaster alligator, sir. This is some kind of Steve Irwin experience that they just didn't tell us about because this is awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys are the ones scared. I've been trying to grab this thing. Uh, you prob- thought that there was a real crocodile in here and you were going to grab it. I just you said there lost was, your damn I mind. Just, I just said there was a crocodile. I didn't say if it was real or not. So, Annabelle, last night uh, you ran into some crew members who were against a door, and the door was bucking against them. Um, as you look clear across the other side of storage, there is another door on that side. Which is... Like... So, I would say just for you, you, you might be a little confused, because these people were pushing, holding a door closed against something, and they said it was a crocodile. She's like, okay... This is either the world's biggest practical joke or something is weird because the people I saw last night were struggling to hold a door closed against 
something. They said it was a crocodile. Now I'm thinking that everybody on the ship's possibly on drugs. I'm going to start wandering around and looking at the, the boxes that are open, like, see if there's a, one of them that maybe is crocodile-shaped. And I think I'm going to go see that other door and see if there's any marks on the door. All right. Um, is so is Oh, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, uh, so Animal's going to walk to the other door, so while you're doing that, um, um, uh, Orville, go ahead and uh, roll two different d20 rolls, just and tell me what the numbers are. Twelve. Um, so you got you got more wine bottles. And twelve. <laughs> two twelves? Yeah. Roll one of those again. Let's not have two of them. And eight. Okay, so you see uh as you um as you're walking, you're looking for the any type of crate that looks like it's the size of a crocodile. These wine bottles, as you look at them, they um um each one has etchings of like historical figures on them. And uh uh, and on the labels. And so, like, one looks like it's George Washington, one looks like it's uh, some type of Caesar. Um, and the and the, the and the bottles are clear. They look red, but it looks like a really, like a, a brighter red than, like, a, you know, wine normally looks purplish. This looks, like, really red. Okay. And then... Uh, can, I, that, can I... Like, are they dusty? Are they old-looking? Yeah, they... they're... Uh, they're dusty. Okay. And as you... Yeah. Like, is there any difference in their ages? I am an archaeologist. Uh, they're, uh, they don't look, uh, they all look to be pretty much the same age. It's like the labels are different, because each label just shows a different historical figure. And then in the other, uh, in the other one, you see there's a small sailboat, so it's a larger crate. And in the, and in the sailboat, it looks like there's a, uh, a bunch of, uh, stuff you would use for provisions, like, um, you know, nuts, uh, jerkies, like uh, things you would need if you were going to stay alive for a week. Oh, out like a full-size sailboat. Yeah, full-size sailboat. Oh, like in a crate. In a crate, yeah. Oh, that's a large crate. Oh, yeah, okay. that one's a large crate. You do not see any alligator, crocodile-shaped crates. Is um, is this room still look like the the ship above, or does it look like um, does it look any different than the rest of the ship? It's uh, no, you know, it's, we're it's, told like there's still the bowels of the ship and stuff that are the old ship and stuff. Yeah, this one is uh, it looks like a room that like all the others. Um, okay. it doesn't look like this one's like uh, it's clearly from the Zenobia, like this is a leftover room. This is the storage room for the ship. I'm gonna call Roger over. Hey, Roger, Roger, come here, come here. Uh, what I can't hear you, Roger. Oh, I was gonna say, I think Roger is gone at this point. I think when you guys went in the room, he may have gone off and searched. <laughs> oh. Gone off. I'm going to call for Roger. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Where did he go to? Annabelle would turn around at the other end of the room going, I think he probably went off to search for his beloved Svetlana. <laughs> What, uh, Annabelle, what are you doing over there? So, Annabelle, you do get over to the door, and uh, there are teeth marks that are all along the door from the doorknob down, and there's some uh, marks that are look like they're thrash marks as if something was, like, hitting against the door. This door has been chewed on, Orville. Chewed on? There are teeth marks in this door. Uh, I, I see... I would then probably open the door and just peek out to see if it was the hallway I was in last night. 
Uh, yeah, you see a uh, one of the crew members you saw last night is like on his phone and he's smoking a cigarette. Closes the door again. <laughs> this th this door leads to the hallway my room's on. This is the door I saw last night. And you and you saw the alligator. I mean, excuse me. You heard the alligator last night. No, I heard something hitting this door. Now this door has marks all over it, and there are still people outside this door guarding it from the other side. So it looks like they're playing Candy Crush. Um, I'm gonna get up on a box real quick here, and look down and kind of see if I can see something in any of the aisles. Please don't fall. What are you looking for? What are you trying uh, to? The freaking alligator. Crocodile. <laughs> Crocodile. <laughs> They're all the same. Uh, so as you They're look around, different. as you look around the room, you see more uh, different assorted crates. Um, you do not see any uh, anything scurrying around. Um, as you listen closely, you do hear what sounds like some rats in the walls. Yes, uh, this is a very very unusual space. Uh... You also see Esteban, who is now straddling a uh, crocodile um, plastered Paris with a belt around its snout. <laughs> <laughs> to get out of this room i'm gonna cut that uh, i'm gonna cut the esteban right now though because uh, he has been doing he's been sitting here while lifting this uh what do you want to do esteban you you clearly probably um, need another person to help you carry this you asked the yeah. question i don't think anybody yeah, what no, they're searching um, they just haven't recognized oh, you how sturdy yeah. is the plaster like model crocodile does it feel like it would tear apart or break no it feels pretty sturdy i'm gonna grab it by its tail and start dragging it okay I'm gonna start. If no one's gonna help, I'm just gonna start dragging on the floor. Okay. So he starts dragging this thing slowly toward the exit of the room. Um, so yeah. Roger, Roger, where are you as this is happening? I think I would go down to steerage or whatever and, and check out some of those cabins <laughs> that. Uh, well, the bottom the grand of ballroom. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, the cabins next to the grand volume ballroom is where I'd be knocking. You so with the with what you grabbed um, with, when you grabbed the. Um, Real fast when you saw it, and I'll give this to you because you did you did win that role and you saw it. You should have already uh, been at the floor where um, where you thought that was. Oh, that okay. that was the floor where there didn't seem to be a door, but you guys quickly just went down the floor below that. So, oh, so there's no way to get back there. There, there, there uh, apparently nobody gets to the ballroom. It didn't appear there was a door there. You got again. You didn't look closely though. Uh, I didn't have you guys. I just you guys kept walking down the stairs. So, so. I, I guess what happened is when they started getting involved with the crocodile and searching that, like Roger has no interest in that. So he's yeah. like, well, I want to get to Svetlana and go wherever he thinks she is. So based on what I know about the schematic of the map, I would try and find where okay. that is. So I don't know if that's me up. searching or, yeah, sure. exactly, me searching. I would say you probably go down a flight of stairs realizing you can hear the sound of the engine room that you must be approaching the bottom and you would know that from your what you grab there's no way that you that you're going to go more down to get to the rooms you want okay. so i would say you probably wander back up thinking you might have missed something and then we'll we'll put you right in the in the um again there's you know think of it like a stairs like in a parking structure you walk down stairs and there's a door that leads to floor one you walk down the next stairs there's a door to lead to door two you walk down down one flight of stairs there was no door so you just kept walking down I would say you probably walk back up to try to see if is there a door? Did we miss a door? And so that's where we're at is you would be on the floor where you didn't see you didn't appear to see a door. So is there a landing there where a door there's a landing should there? Be? There's a landing there and it should appears there should be a door there, but on first glance you don't see one. Can I 
I like. Can I touch the walls, maybe, sure. and just kind of like, okay, I I don't know if my character would actually do that, but yeah, I'll just kind of like see if there's to make sure I'm not missing anything, like on that landing where I think the door should be. Um, I would say is, is if you're if you're looking at all closely, you can see that the walls don't actually line up. So normally they would meet, and then you see that they don't line. They actually don't line up. It's like the wall is coming. Um, there's a section of the wall that's coming out before it would actually touch, and uh, and so if even if you put your fingers in there, you can see there's a gap behind it. Oh, I'm curious, and I'll stick my fingers in there and try and like push it to the side if I can. Um, you feel the wood kind of giving a little bit, like you can feel it like creaking. And as you get your fingers in there, there's like a draft of cold air that's coming out. How big is this crack in the wall? Uh, it could fit your whole hand into it. It's more like it's like a. It looks like it's a wall, but if you get your hand in the corner and you can actually put your hand into it. So I'll try and put my hand in it and like rip away from it and see if I can like make it bigger. Oh, okay. Make us go ahead and make a strength roll. Roll a d20 now that modifier. Seventeen. I'm rolling hot, hot tonight. <laughs> so you give a tug, and it, uh, then part of that whole wall just gives. Except the, uh, um, I don't know how concerned you are. It's like the plaster of the wall actually immediately breaks off. Um, it doesn't. It appears pretty cheap construction. Um, on one part of the wall, you can see a wooden paneling, and it's oily, and you smell kind of like a fish smell. And but that's uh, covered with another wall that's almost like almost like you're plastering it on top of the wood. That is, uh, this is what they've been doing throughout the whole ship: is covering up the old, um, um, uh, the older ship's construction, which was a um, like a fishing ship which carried ice. And so, um, it, and uh, so as you pull, you can now you can actually appear behind it. Okay, I'm gonna keep ripping away at it, and I'm also gonna take a piece of that like smelly fish wood and <laughs> stuff it in my pocket as I pull it away. But I'm gonna try and like clear an opening so I can crawl through. Okay. What are you like, Svetlana? R.I.P. <laughs> Roger, nice knowing you. <laughs> Into the darkness. All right, so... Uh, um, it's just you and me left. So as you get into that, uh, as you get into that room, it's um, there is another wall that's in front of you. So it's like you almost feel like you're in a uh, th like a three foot by three foot box, but you hit the uh, you get hit in the head by a little chain that's sitting there, almost a like chain? a almost like a pull chain. So I walk through this crack in the wall as I clear it away, and then there's a chain that hits me in the head as I yeah. walk in. Yeah, there's another. It's like it's all dark, but there's and you can see then the kind of the just the, the dimness of the hallway behind you. There's another wall. I'll kind of grab. Kinda, I'll kind of grab the chain and like feel. Is it like moist? Is it? Uh, it feels like a. It, it feels like a just a. It's a really thin chain, like the kind that you do when you pull a light bulb. Oh, okay. Then I yank it. So that that little room lights up. And you look. It looks like you're in some type of closet. And uh, and there's a uh, but on the wall in front of you is like three or four handholds, and you can see that it actually goes up in the roof. And there's another spot that you can actually get in up in the ceiling to get to the next spot. It looks like it's all been. This is like a spot that shouldn't even really exist. It's like it's it's a leftover uh, space of construction. Okay, I'll climb up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so as you climb up, uh, you find yourself in the. Uh, it, uh, it looks like you're in another storage area. There's a bunch of linen, and there's uh, it looks like there's lights, um, almost like disco lights, or the lights that you would put if you're on a stage. And uh, you could, and there's a uh, um, almost like um, like a closet that you would pull closed, like two doors closed, like that. So you seem like you're in some type of closet, and you can hear some voices off in the distance. 
Hmm. I'm going to try and uh, listen. Um, so as you're listening, it's uh, the voices seem to be talking about that they're setting up for the grand ball tonight. Like you hear directions saying like, yeah, get that lighting structure up. Okay, we need this. Uh, this ball needs to be turning at this ratio for it to light up this whole room. And so it seems like there's a crew or somewhat of some people that are um, setting up, setting this up. Can I see the crew? Like, is there something I can like peer, peer? You can peer, you can peer through the, you know. You can peer through the little the doors of this closet that you're in. Yeah, I'll try and look through and see if I can recognize any faces. So you see, uh, um, you see the whole room's dark. There's no sunlight coming in. There's just like um, canned lighting up above. Um, it's like uh, it's like when you turn on a, a nightclub's lights and you see what the nightclub actually looks like. This is the view you're looking at, uh, and you can see that they're they're they are decking out this whole room to be uh, to looking like an awesome party. There's a huge disco ball that's in the center. Um, there is a uh, DJ that looks like he's uh, starting to set up his uh, his turntables. Um, it's probably later afternoon by this point, uh, for fast forwarding time. And you know that the ball starts at, uh, right at dusk. And so it looks like they're doing the, the final preparations. Okay. If I can enter the room, I will. Okay. okay. So you, um, uh, you enter the room and the, um, the people there don't seem to take notice because they are working right now. Um, what are you trying to do? Do I see any familiar faces? Uh, you do see Willa, who is uh, setting up some, um, setting up some, um, looks like they're champagne glasses. She has her back turned to you, though, as she's lining them up on a table. And who is Willa again? Willa was the one, the older lady that was um, kind of attracted to Orville. Where did we meet her? In the she, You met her in the bar with Svetlana. Oh, oh okay. Then I'll definitely go over to Willa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, so uh, uh, uh Willow? Was that your name? So she's like, uh, she's setting uh, uh, champagne glasses and like stacking them. And she turns and she's like, oh, it's uh, it, it's you. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. You're, you're a bit early and uh, you're a bit underdressed. Um, well, I'm, I'm not here for the party quite yet. I've been looking for uh, Svetlana all over the place. How today. did you how did you get down here? Oh, the, the, the stairs. Oh, those our stairs aren't open until the time of the event. We clearly told the crew they're not allowed to let anybody down here. Oh yes, yes. Uh, uh, Matthew let me in. I believe. I believe that was his name. Matthew. Yes. Well, he's, what an idiot. Um. Well, put yourself to work then. Well, well, no, I'm not here to work. I'm looking for Stefana. Well, she's in her room. She's getting ready for the ball. Uh. Yes. 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 And what? And what room was that? That she was in again. Uh, it, that's it's on this floor, and you're not really allowed to be here. Um, well, but I, I was I was her guest last night. She invited me. I, I'm sure she'd want to see me. Um, you are not allowed to be here. And go ahead and make a charisma roll. Ooh. Okay. Ten. Um, you feel a uh, you feel inside your head that. Um, you, uh, that you want to repeat back her same words, I am not allowed to be here. And at that moment, you feel a strong urge that um, I'm not allowed to be here. I, I'm not allowed to be here. And you and you have this urge that you want to leave. How does that jive with my curiosity to find Svetlana? Do I feel okay that like she's not here? I'm going to let you play that out. You have uh, two, two uh, <laughs> warring things in your head, a desire to see Svetlana, but also currently this uh, desire or... or 
impulsiveness that you don't belong here, that you need to leave. Yes, yes, I, I, I don't belong here. Uh, if, if, if you could just tell me where Svetlana's room is, a number or something, Willa. <laughs> She'll see you tonight, only in a couple hours. I, I, I see. I, I shouldn't be in here. Yes, <laughs> well, uh, all right, carry on. And I'll walk out where I came. Okay, so she directs you to actually walk up the, the there's an actual stairs. Uh, okay. that she, and this, these stairs, uh, and she walks you up them, she follows behind you. And they, uh, they appear to um, connect to the banquet hall where you have breakfast each morning. And it's like a, it's like a back, uh, it's like a back door that's in the banquet hall. And you can see when you walk up, there's a table that's being set up. That's uh, clearly the, is the screening table to see who can be let down the stairs into the uh, grand uh, ballroom. And so uh, you walk like blindly past them, and it isn't until you get into the banquet hall and see the stars and see the 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 the, the, the waning sunlight that you kind of snap out of it. But you don't remember how you got here. You remember climbing through the bit back to get to the closet, and you remember seeing a banquet, seeing a ballroom, but you don't know how you got to this banquet hall. If that makes sense. So I just forgot like where I came from, basically. You like, forgot. Where I just was. Yeah, you 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 remember vaguely seeing a grand ballroom. Uh, you remember climbing through a wall, and part of you is like, I, "Did I break through a wall?" <laughs> uh, and then, but now you're in the banquet hall that where you okay. eat breakfast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find these these other guys. So go back to where I thought they were, and yeah, I'll try and meet up with them. Okay. So uh, when you uh, walk down that same set of stairs, uh, you see the the plaster on the wall <laughs> kind of pull down as you walk by it, and you have this vague memory of like, "Did I? I really okay. did that?" But you're not quite quite sure. Um, and there you are at the bottom. I'll say at this point, you guys have all done the searching of the room. You had everything you guys were doing. Um, but you see Esteban that is still straddling a crocodile, a plaster Paris crocodile, and he's, and he's dragging it now toward the exit. I would say you probably have it halfway out in the hallway, Esteban, and right. trying to decide how are you going to get it back to where you came from. Oh. Man, man, what, what, what are you doing with that piñata? No, it's not piñata. It's a crocodile. What? It's a crocodile. That's, that's clearly a pinata. Clearly a crocodile. I think Annabelle would poke her head out of the room. She'd be like, oh, Roger, you came back. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, so what, what, what is going on here? Well, I got to take this crocodile back. This is what I was looking for. He thinks I... this crocodile is real, apparently. There's claw marks and teeth marks all over a door. Um, and weird wine bottles. I didn't say anything about it, thinking about it was real. I'm just carrying a crocodile. Where where are you taking it to, uh, Mr. Chavez? Oh, I got I got to take it back to the to, to the group. Uh, the, yes, which group are you speaking of then? Uh, the one from seminars. Oh God, the the timeshare. Yeah, the weird timeshare thing. Oh God, did you buy last night? You don't have the you don't have the money. No, for that, no, no, so. no. I, I I didn't buy. They just <laughs> offered me a new timeshare and a better mind space. I, I must say, you you do seem in better spirits today. Like yesterday, you were quite forlorn. I do apologize, but with this new perspective, I I hope to bring more positivity into this world. Uh, you should come w with us. It will be a fun time. No, that's quite all right. Uh, Mister, where's Mister? Where's Mister uh, Rittenberger? Uh, I believe they're still in the room over there. I'm but... in here, just uh, watching the show as young Mister Esteban is trying to move this decoration. Hey, listen, I asked for anybody's help, okay? You don't have to come with me, 
Just help me at least get it over there. What is uh what is so special about this crocodile? It's what I was tasked with. Tasked? Yeah. Like a some sort of scavenger hunt. Exactly. Uh I see. And and what is the prize at the end of this scavenger hunt for you? Well, a new life. A new life, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, figuratively, of course. Like, you saw how I was yesterday. This sermon has opened up my mind and my heart. I am ready to live a new life. It's like a group activity that we're all doing. From the people group the activity. Last night. What, what are the other tasks that you have to do, sir? Um, finding some other fellow on the ship. Kind of like a disguised member of the sermon group. We have to, like, talk with all the passengers and with those, uh, and try to find out who this person is. But they're only revealed themselves if you have the right mindset. That, that does sound a little crazy, sir, yes? It's a bit you, crazy. Just by but... saying that they were a cult. <laughs> yes, Miss, no, Miss Annabelle has no. made her opinions known about the cultishness of your We're activities. Not, it does, it's not a cult, I promise you. It's more like a community. Can, can we look at this? You were sent by yourself to get this alligator. Can we look at him? He's still covered um, with the robe, right? Yeah, well, he has a robe over his like uh, face and all that, and it's now tied onto it with the uh, uh, buckle of the belt. I mean, maybe you should, Mr. Rittenberger. What if it's like a historical artifact that's being smuggled or something? Uh, I'm I'm curious myself. Yes, can we can we? No, look no, at this? no. It, it was brought onto the ship by the uh, sermon people. Esteban, Esteban, look at me. You're not going to be able to take this downstairs. I'm assuming you have to go downstairs since you came from that direction. Yes. Yeah, I was planning to just go back the way I came. That's and how I'm... are you going to drag a ten foot alligator down the stairs? You see, with that kind of negative mindset, you're not going to be able to open up yourself to the world. You got things to You, you seem like you could use some help, and we would like to inspect this thing before you uh, make off with it. I told you how you could help me by moving this crocodile to the destination it needs to go. Yes, to. yes. You don't uh, have to come with. We'll me. only agree to help if you let him look at it. <laughs> you can look at it when we're over there. That is not good enough. Now listen, why are we why are we trying to help this man? Let him let him go on and, and take his crocodile wherever he wishes to. When someone has a break from reality, <laughs> this this man has poor shoes. He's had poor shoes from the beginning. His poverty has poisoned his mind. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. And a break no from place. and when when someone experiences a break from reality, <laughs> trying to dissuade them of that uh, can sometimes break them even further. We engage with his with where he is at, and we try to. Uh, Show him that his crocodile is not a thing that he needs to carry on with. Uh, Mr. Chavez, I, I, I wish you good luck with your uh, crocodile. Please be, be on your way. I, I, I think you will fulfill your life's destiny by bringing that crocodile back to wherever it is that you are going. Wait, Mr. Thank Roger, you. were you able to, uh, to see your young lady friends? Um, no, I got a sneak peek on the party and I was uh, kicked out. I felt compelled to leave. I, I, was n I, did, not, I did not belong there. You didn't belong there. Compelled. I, I, I don't, I don't know. 
You you were so set on finding that young lady. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Where did you even go? Uh, well, there was um, uh, I thought... a crack in the wall, and uh, did, 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 uh, I, oh oh oh, and I, I'm gonna pull out the piece of like uh like the under the underboat, the fishy like smelly wood, and I'm like yes, I uh I I pulled this out. You you pulled out the wall. She, I think Annabelle would like grab it from him and be like, a piece of semi-rotted wood. And you say you pulled this out of the wall? Yes, they told us yesterday that there was this ship was built on, upon another ship of some sort, a, a old fishing vessel. I thought that that was just a story to give the ship color. Well, I thought so too until I, well, until they found us. And to Orville. <laughs> <laughs> So, Orville, are you taking a look at the um, Plaster Paris Crocodile? Because uh, Estevan is just slowly dragging it. And you just. Yeah, yeah. I, never, I never stop. Yeah, he's like. Ugh. Uh, and he's my, killed. My, you know, my concern at this point is have more than one of us had a break of reality. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm going to kind of pull up the robe and kind of see if I can look at what's underneath it. Okay, so you, you see a. Uh, it looks like a plastered. Uh, uh, um, mold of or a model of a um of a crocodile and um do you know a lot about crocodiles or do you are you trying to like figure out what kind of mold it is um what type of more more like uh you know does it look like it's does it look like it's an old artifact does it look like it's newer um i mean i mean it looks it looks older it definitely doesn't look like it's some brand new uh, I, thing i do you... know that crocodiles are only found uh i believe in africa that mm -hmm. it's, it's alligators that are found in america so um, it it, yes, it does are also found in australia australia but they're I... a completely different type of crocodile from the nile crocodile which is native so this to orville to you uh this looks like a and thank you stephanie for the facts this looks like a nile crocodile <laughs> fantastic well this this is unusual you know we we sailed from an american port this is a this is definitely a crocodile seems like it's it's from the egypt region uh uh what's and is it really plaster that's made out yeah. of it seems like it's plaster okay. it looks like yeah it's made out of plaster and is it painted is it is the plaster colored? Is it's there... it's uh it's painted with like um what do you call it like a gilded painting so it's like it's it looks golden in parts some parts look um like it's faded to a greenish color um it okay. looks like it was painted and has shipped away over time but at the time it was painted yeah at the time it was painted it looks like um it must have been a pretty decorative piece well i would assume here see this this uh this gilding isn't actually gilding because uh gold doesn't doesn't corrode uh so this is probably some sort of copper substance on the outside of it if it's faded into that green color drag drag, <laughs> uh, drag. I, I, I do i do say why why do you all care so much about this damn crocodile i mean it's a it's a damn pinata it's not a pinata it clearly it's a pinata, is it would look, be look. Much easier to carry sir um for pinatas starters. are hollow for one so Esteban, you're getting close to the stairs that that you came up <laughs> as uh, you're talking. I'm, as I'm getting close to the stairs, I'm gonna like um certainly say to them more than twenty million people go take a cruise every year. And somehow I got stuck with some of the most unhelpful 
judgmental people. <laughs> I am going to take me and my crocodile out of here and go back to my community. Yes, let him go. Let him go back to his community. Yes, Mr. you're right. Mr. Langston. Mr. Langston. Yes. Miss Annabelle. Uh, could you show him the marks on the door that you found over there? Gladly. <laughs> Grabs Roger by the shirt sleeve and starts dragging him into the other room. What? What? Esteban? Esteban. Am I at the stairs now? You're at the stairs, yeah. Esteban. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go forward first. Is it how heavy is this thing? Uh, you're gonna have to make a strength roll to see how well you can get it to slide down the stairs with it you in front of it. It's a bad idea, Esteban. Is it they bad that I can just kind of see the going down the stairs? Four. Getting it like a four. <laughs> 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 I rolled a four. You rolled a four. Is that with your yeah. modifier? Okay, so That's with uh, my modifier. <laughs> So you uh, tumble down the stairs, um, oh, no. and let's see. Um, oh, you take uh, you take four damage. You pro um, with your with your strength. Um, uh, yeah, none of you are going to have much more than nine hit points, and so um, you bang yourself up pretty good. I'm not going to say you're unconscious, um, but it's oh, no. clear that it's this is going to be. Um, yeah, you have one more roundabout to go with the stairs to get down to the floor that you came from. So you have to do this one right. more time. I, I, I'm gonna start with the crocodile first now. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we do we hear like the clatter yeah? Of you hear like, you hear that? I'm and... standing right there. Yeah, you stand. Yeah, that's you, the ball. That's the ball. You have Roger standing up. Uh, I mean, you have uh, Orville standing there watching this as as. Hey, uh, Orville would just like <laughs> hear that. She'd be like, "Oh dear God, I think he's killed himself by falling down the stairs." <laughs> Yeah, fell down the stairs, guys. Yeah, fell down the stairs. Yeah, so you see, uh, um, yeah, you, yeah, you see Esteban at the bottom. Um, as I said, you're not unconscious, but you, your head's ringing a little bit as you hit that against the wall. Yeah, uh, you're a little bit oh. bruised up. It does, that does not. It actually does not diminish your desire to get this crocodile back. Oh yeah, um, no. Yeah. Like motorboats are propelled are propelled by engines, but I am propelled by determination. <laughs> this man is insane. <laughs> If we Esteban, let him do that again, I'm he's gonna, gonna kill I'm gonna himself. slap him across the face. You gotta wake out of this, Esteban. <laughs> well, I think he's already standing back up and grabbing onto the crocodile, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, like I'm pushing the crocodile first this time. Yeah. Animal's like, okay, we have two options at this point. We either can help him in his insanity, or we can watch him try to once again <laughs> ride a crocodile down the stairs like a sled and potentially. Oh, I, I was trying to ride the crocodile. Option B. Option B. <laughs> so at this point, because um, you are getting near to the end of the session, I would like you guys to decide, which uh, Stephanie uh, detailed perfectly, what are you going to do? Are you guys letting Esteban do this by himself and you're leaving, or are you accompanying him? Because at this point, you, this is the fork in the road I'm, for this. I'm going to follow him, but I am not of the uh, the strength and will of character to actually help him. Um, it would gonna... take it would take two of you to safely carry it. Uh, it's uh, he can pick it up for about twenty seconds before dropping it. Basically, if you had two people, you could safely carry it. Um, Roger, Roger, come over here and help this young man. Absolutely Roger. not. I, I would let this fool uh, drag this thing down on his own if he wishes. Such Roger, a thing. look at him. This he is preposterous, is man. In need of mental help. <laughs> This is preposterous. I, I, I don't care. I, I never cared. If we want to talk about poor shoes from the beginning, we can talk about you being absolutely. But Lana would really appreciate you if you were a man of heroics, sir. <laughs> Think of the story you could tell about saving a young man from his pet crocodile. You want me to help this man down the stairs with his 
paper mache crocodile? That Lana might think for, is sexy. For for what purpose? <laughs> so he doesn't kill himself. Let he the man just... kill himself. Let the man kill himself. He wants to go with the with the, with the paper mache crocodile. Let him go. Paper mache. If you do this, it might make you look good to Svetlana. I'm 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 not. Women an idiot. like someone with chivalry. <laughs> I, I'm not an idiot. I'm gonna let this go. This man go by himself. All right. So Roger's clearly not gonna help. So they, are yeah. you two gonna help him? Orville, or you... I vote that we each grab a back leg. Between oh. the two of us, we should be able to equal one human. Oh, sweet heavens! I will try my best. <laughs> All right. So. Um... Uh, let me just put this in context. You guys know we're starting next time. So, um, Roger, I'm assuming you're just going back to your room or prepping for the ball. Yeah, I need to go get dressed. Okay. Um, the you you the other two of you uh, are still invited to the ball. Um, that's the next event, um, basically. Um, that's going to occur. The sun is going down. The ball starts at uh, begins at dusk, and uh, but you're helping. Um, you're helping um, Esteban was take Annabelle this. Was Annabelle invited, or was it just the? Boys? She was. She was invited. Was. Yeah, okay. she was. Um, so uh, you help um, um, you help Esteban, who is just trying to tell you how he got here. Um, I'd say Esteban, uh, you have a pretty good knowledge how to get back. Um, you get back into the where the other um, um, where the other members uh, are, and uh, as you as you kind of lug in this uh, as you lug in this cro um, this crocodile, um, um, Devin says uh, um, he says to you, uh, "Very well done, very well done." And you brought some more worshippers. And with that, we will leave that off uh, here for tonight. And uh, next time we do uh, play, uh, it will be the conclusion of uh, Vampire Cruise. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, and we, will, <laughs> we will see you next time. Yeah. So I do, I do want to say, though, um, as, like, as he says, like, you brought more worshippers, I want to turn around and have, like, this huge grin on my face and be like, <laughs> I'm sure you guys will love it here. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Nice. nice. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>